Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there! What do you say there, world? Welcome to the Racist Recap. Talking Amazing Race, Season 31, the reality showdown. We're recapping Episode 3, and today, joining us, one of the biggest characters of <laughs> Amazing Race, and of course, from uh, Survivor, our buddy Brett. What's going on, Brett? Justin, how are you, buddy? I pre- that was a great intro. I appreciate that. Oh, man, come on. I got I got to appreciate what you bring to the table. You and as usual, dancer. whenever I podcast, I drink, so I have my glass of, uh, I got some sort of a uh, Zinfandel going on here. Oh, a little red Zinf. Mm. Um, yeah, man, but this is great. Thanks for having me on. And Chris couldn't be here because he's busy, which is just as well because I'm sick of him anyway, you know? Yeah, I mean, come on. You, you've been carrying his dead weight the whole race. You don't kind of oh. carry him during the podcast. So hard to carry him on my back. He's so big. He's like <laughs> a big five. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, amazing race. Before we get into the episode, like... Uh, how did you and how did you and Chris get partnered up of all of the people that could have possibly partnered up? How did you and Chris become a part of a team? Well, I mean, I guess I can go into that a little bit. Um, so, you know, obviously we, we were on Survivor together mm-hmm. and Chris and I uh, met literally, um, you know, getting thrown into a tribe together. And we were, the, we, we started building the shelter, which everyone was technically building the shelter, but me and Chris were, <laughs> Like the ones actually taking it seriously while everyone else was running around doing whatever. Uh, but we knew that, hey, we, you know, we got rain coming. We had a bunch of bad weather coming, so we knew we needed a shelter. Chris and I built it. We bonded during that moment. Uh, you know, Chris, me, and Sunday got into an uh, alliance that carried throughout the rest of the show. Now, that being said, uh, I literally, and the two of us bust each other's balls the entire time on the show and and a lot of it didn't air but it was the i think the production got a uh, a big kick out of it and i think chris will agree it's it's uh, by the end of it i felt like i'd known in my whole life we were just ripping on each other all the time that's great so you got a lot yeah. of time to bond in ponderosa as well or just kind of hang out yeah after yeah game? and if you watch the ponderosa we really kind of jive back and forth and i think that production from survivor and and some of the casting people realized wow these guys are kind of funny together you know and right. i think that's how they said hey we're gonna do the survivor whatever let's get uh labelle and hammond out there together because they're kind of funny together you know that's awesome yeah because people were wondering like of all of the teams that are on this season you can see everybody's relationship and then you get to you guys and it's kind of like it seems like on the show you may have been tighter with other people and he may have been really tighter with other people but you two ultimately must have bonded yeah i mean you know these shows are and i'm not complaining i i like my (laughs) survivor uh story and i'm sure chris liked his but they don't get everything and uh you know chris and i um became really good friends we've stayed friends we um you know i we hang out a lot he he does make his way to boston every now and then and i try to get down to oklahoma a couple times a year so um, i know it's yeah, I know his family real well. They're wonderful people. Uh, we've just become really close. Um, actually, his in-laws were up in Boston recently and went to dinner with my parents. So uh, wow. the families have become close. It, 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 we're as shocked as everyone else by it. Uh, you know, me being 
up from Boston and a, and a cop and him being a defense attorney from Oklahoma. Uh, it, it's, it's a weird mix. But You put him away and he sets him free. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or, or blames it on us. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's no good. I mean, I don't like him, but I, you know, whatever. I have to deal with him, you know. And they needed some cool accents on the show this season as well. <laughs> it is funny. It is great. To, it's really funny when you listen to both of us talking together. You know? yeah. Like we don't. I don't think I hear his accent anymore, and I don't think he hears mine. But my God, you notice it when when it plays back, you know. So, all right. So before we get into the episode, quick happy birthday to Lucille Hartman. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Cynical Romance. So <laughs> glad you could join us, James H. Welcome, you guys. Your first live show. We appreciate each and every one of you. Time is the most valuable thing that you have, and spending some of it with us really means a lot. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, happy all birthday right. on Cinco de Mayo. I mean, what the heck? What a great day to celebrate, you know? Everybody parties. Uh, James Earl is currently in the ER trauma unit, uh, and he is uh, dealing with that. Uh, obviously, he's a doctor, and when you're a doctor, uh, you're on call a lot. And Jen is still skiing. I think she's in Norway or Finland right now. Wow. She's going she's gonna to be joining us as soon as she gets a connection. Her connection wasn't working, acting up. So she's going to be joining us as soon as she gets through. Diet. Diana is downstairs. She'll probably be joining us in a second when she's done feeding our child. Can't nice. <laughs> Someone's going to do it. Yeah. I'm a, I got big enough booze, but they don't got no milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's get into the episode that starts off with the Travelocity app. Now, the Travelocity app was good to us uh, during our season, uh, but... It seems like everybody got on the same flight, so it just turned out to be a commercial. Was there any options to get on a different flight, or was it just pretty much one flight, everybody getting on? Uh, I can't, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't remember seeing that app. I don't remember seeing the <laughs> phone. Uh, I, 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 it was, uh, it was all a blur in that first couple. I mean, we were like, the only thing I was thinking was getting through these legs, you know, but, yeah. um, I believe we were all on the same plane. I, I'm not sure if there was a, um, I don't believe there was a choice, but I, I to be honest with you, I can't remember even looking at that app. Yeah, the, it's so fast. You know how it is. And then you got to give the phone right back. I mean, it's like, hey, you yeah. got a phone. Yeah, got to give it back. So, yeah, well, yeah. What we did is we turned on the app. We just sorted by whatever, which one landed first. And whatever one landed first, we picked it. And we just happened to get a better flight than everybody else. Everybody else yeah. got on the same flight. So I just didn't know. From the show, it looked like everybody got on the same flight anyway. So it didn't turn out to too much. But heading to Vietnam. Now, Vietnam has some history for Team Fun. That's where... Uh, Oh, I know. Team Fun passed out and had heat stroke. And, uh, I know. Poor Floyd. He, he went flying off his bike. And, I, you know, I watched that season. And I really, you know, they're, infe- you know, you, I'm sure you've met them. They're completely infectious. They're wonderful people. You can't help but love them. And I had met them before I watched their season. I met them down at Hearts of Reality. Oh, yeah. And, and, Beck, and Floyd's a huge Survivor fan, so Floyd knew who I was. Um, I'm new to the race. I'll admit, right. uh, I'm a huge fan of it now, and um, so I. But I once I met them, I went back and watched their uh, show, and I was oh my god, I was rooting for them, and that was that was a heartbreaking moment for both of those two. You know? Yeah, they they really really loved. Uh, they're extremely happy, and at first I just thought that they were both being super fake. Like I'm like nobody's just walks around being that happy all the time. Like right. this, this is just not human. You're well, just you're playing from it the Bronx. The That's why I think that you're from the Bronx. You're like me you think everybody should be miserable and is miserable <laughs> and everybody who's met them says they are exactly like they are on the show so i really appreciate that and it's good to hear that yeah they're on unvi- have you met them 
I have not, unfortunately. Oh, man, you got to meet. Like, they, they, they're just full of energy. And, and it is, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I just assume this is off of TV. But mm-hmm. when you meet them, man, they're just awesome. And they're just fun. And they're full of energy. And they really do. Like, it's amazing. They were teaching themselves to juggle while we were there. And they had it down to, it was just crazy. They're just in sync with each other. It's, it, I, I can't even explain it. There's a good you know? extra footage, uh, uh, bonus footage online. If you check it out on the Amazing Race YouTube page that has uh, them teaching juggling in the air. Oh, Good, good. So I didn't spoil anything. I figured I just spoiled something. You know I mean? No, no. I mean, it's a lot of extra footage that goes up on YouTube. A lot more for Survivor because, let's be real, CBS cares a lot more about Survivor than Amazing Race. So you guys get a lot more. I mean, your extra footage is produced with music and sound effects and editing. That's yeah. like Ponderosa is still incredible. They used to do that for the Amazing Race, but they don't do that no more. Yeah. All right. So let's see. There's some questions from the chat room. How much of a script comes with those Travelocity apps? Actually, none. Uh, we just kind of go through it and we know what it is. It's a commercial for the biggest sponsor of the amazing race. And it's okay to have a commercial, which I look at it as product placement because it fits into the race. They're not forcing it in. It's a travel right. travel show. So there's really no script that comes with it. We don't have to say anything. We just have to show how easy it is to use and they choose what they want to play in that. All right. So it starts off with team fun, uh, approaching Tyler and Corey talking about the U-turn apologizing <laughs> with the peace offering. Yeah. This to me, it's like, stop it. You could have chose five, six other teams. You chose us for a reason. Yeah. What do you um, think about peace offerings? Well, I, I mean, you know what I thought about it. I was, I was, <laughs> I said right on the TV. I was like, this is all bull. Like they can, they can smile and laugh and hug each other. But like this, look at. I mean, you know, I come from Survivor where you know there's bad blood. You have to keep that in the back of your mind. Something is going to come. And I, you know, and I just honestly feel like, um, you know, you, you yeah, you want to keep up appearances. Everyone wants to smile and look at each other. But but you know they're not buying it. And you know that in the back of their heads, they remember what you did to them. Oh, yeah. You you turn somebody. That's the, There's only one thing that you can do to somebody on The Amazing Race to hurt them. And it's you turn them. Anything yeah. else, it doesn't matter. You could talk junk. You could do anything. You could distract. What. The only thing you could possibly do to hurt somebody is really you turning them and you chose to U-turn me. So there's no way I'm forgiving somebody if they chose to U-turn me. You could offer me whatever you want. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it seemed like Tyler and Corey were accepting of team fun a little bit, but then the sisters came over and tried to apologize to team fun with their peace offering of their own, right? At, like minutes after they just had offered a peace offering, Tyler rolling his eyes. And that's crazy. Great scene. Big Brother Alliance right after that. Now, did survivors get together and talk about alliances or is that something that maybe maybe seeing coming up? Something that already happened? They didn't show. Um, I think I think they were talked about. I mean, listen, we were we, we you know, a lot of the survivors knew each other already. So I, I believe it was fairly implied that we were going to take care of each other and not not do some of this crazy stuff. Uh, that being said, um, I was not uh i kind of had a feeling that the racers did but the racers you know as you can see in the first couple uh legs here didn't don't really at this point have much to worry about and you know being a racer yourself justin i think you'll you you can attest that there is a learning curve to this and and if you already know the learning curve if you already know how to race you you're you're miles ahead of the people coming on that don't which is probably why you're not seeing a lot of fans versus favorites on amazing race because 
the the fans don't have a chance. You know, no, I mean? it's tough. Yeah, and and see, we talked about this on the last episode when James Earl brought it up. It was like because I only thought about the learning curve for the first couple episodes, but then there's also that learning curve at the end where you got to learn to deal with your body being exhausted, where lack of food, the adrenaline, every race, the making like it just it wears on you near the end, and that's another learning curve that you can't you can't learn unless you go through it. So I think that's also another curve that uh, so. You guys, I mean, Survivor's a tough, tough game when we're watching it. How does it compare to Amazing Race? Well, the food issue is definitely there. Like on Survivor, um, you're not really thinking about it, um, but it's in the back. I mean, your body kind of goes into shutdown mode. So the food, you, you kind of, you, you know, you're not, you are thinking about it like because you, you're talking about it all the time, but you're not, you, you don't, you're not as hungry as you think you're going to be, you know? So right. I think, I think like on the legs for Amazing Race, when you, you literally are not eating or really, you know, drinking, any, you know, you're just running it and you know, they can take hours, I mean, yeah. hours. So like for me, I was kind of prepared for that because of Survivor, you know what I mean? Like I kind of knew my body kind of knows what to do when there's no food around. Um, so I, I, that didn't bother me as much, but um, it's, it's physically and mentally exhausting, you know, to, to, to run for 30 hours, you know, yeah. what I mean? and trying to, you know, it, it, you know, some of these things, you might be on a 10 hour flight. So I count that. As part of the leg, you know. It's what I mean? hard. They tell yeah. like you're just sitting on a flight, but sit on a flight for ten hours. Your body hurts. Your mind is numb. You're in the air, getting dehydrated. When you're in the air, you're dehydrating. That's why food tastes differently. That's why every. I mean, you have to drink water when you're on an airplane. That's why some people get headaches. Your your body starts to dehydrate in that altitude. So, what do you think's harder, Amazing Race or Survivor? So that's an interesting question. So Survivor is harder. So here's the thing. The race is much harder than I thought it was going to be. Is it? Is it harder? I don't know because you do at the end of it, you do go to a hotel, you know, you get a hotel and all that stuff, and you do get to eat. But it's just like here's the thing: when you're getting, when you're getting, we call them, um, uh, you know, those interviews they do the uh, what do you call them? It's like confessionals. confessionals? We call them confessionals on yeah. Survivor, yeah. And I think they do on the race too. But so w- when you're being interviewed on, so they say, okay, you're laying on a beach, you're strategizing with people, you're talking. Oh, we have a challenge. You go do your challenge. If you're gonna have a confessional, they go, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be talking to you in about ten minutes." So, okay, let me gather my thoughts. And then we go, okay, let me walk down the beach and sit in this beautiful spot and give it. A, you know, the race is like this. Hey, Brett, what's going on? And you're like, get that thing out of my face! I gotta get over there. I gotta, here comes Tyler and Corey. Holy Jesus! You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like frantic. It's crazy. You know, and That's so awesome. it's it's just totally totally different. Um, I didn't expect, look at, they're both hard. The race is much harder than anyone ever thinks it's going to be. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know? Okay. Well, let's get to the detour. I'm like, reel it in, light it up. Survivors, <laughs> naturally going to go reel it in. All of them, right? Why did I come on this season. episode? I said, why did I come on this time? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I, I have no, absolutely zero excuse for that. Like, we deserve to have our balls crushed in. Let's been happening all week. We absolutely deserve it. We're completely, mo- we're two morons. Chris is from Oklahoma. I don't even think there's anything else to do there but fish. I'm from Boston. I've been fishing since a kid. My dad used to take us fishing. He lives oh, on wow. the lake now. You know, so I've been fishing. So like, Why in the hell would we go and do dancing? And I, I literally rewound it three times when Chris is reading the clue. And he's like, hey, okay, we're going dancing. And I'm like, okay. It's like, it's like, it's just like the race does it to you. You're just in a fucking, you're in a zone. Uh, sorry to swear, but you're in a zone. It's and okay. 
And uh, and you're just like, what the, what, what are we doing? And and you just kind of march through because you think, all right. So you're thinking, okay, fish. I'm gonna be on a pier in the middle of the night trying to catch some crazy Vietnamese marlin, or I could <laughs> marlin. I could be, uh, or I could dance, which could take five minutes if we do it right. So I, I mean, you just get so worked up in your head. And I think, you know, what me and Chris, our problem has been is, is we're, you know, I think we may, we might be overthinking a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? I think that's what what we're doing here is just overthinking way too much and um, not really just taking a minute. Like what I loved is watching. Um, I can't remember who it was. Oh, Tyler and Corey, uh, one of the secret scenes, they're driving in the cab and they're reading over the notes. Well, we didn't do that. We, we decided back at the doctor's office what we were going to do. We probably should have read through the notes and, and discussed it in the taxi cab. And we would have changed our thought process, you know, but it's like you get so frantic. Yeah, that's the learning curve. Like the extra notes that they, they never show the extra notes, but we've talked about them a lot on the, on our show. The extra notes have all of the information in it of what's going to happen, what's legal, what you can do, what you can't do. And they make a big difference. Reading those things clearly can help like tremendously. And obviously you guys, again, the learning curve, uh, it's only the third leg. Uh, I, and it's definitely a, a time when it, it definitely makes a difference. So we get to the dancing. We got uh, we got a lot of things going on right before that happens. Leo and Jamal seem to be playing a strategic game. They already have the advantage for being the third time racers. Uh, and they are one of the few amazing race teams that have always tried to play strategically, have always tried to mess with other teams. Um, what do you think about their tactics this season? They, they worked a season, It seemed like they showed every episode something they did worked. And this episode confusing Corinne and Eliza a little bit. And What do you think about the F- Afghanimals and their tactics? Yeah, so I I was watching them, um, you know, being a cop, I was watching them like a hawk and, and, <laughs> and the, you know, and their kindness. Well, listen, they're both great. They're both great guys. But I kind of, I didn't, like, you you were hearing everyone talk, oh, the Afghanimals, watch out for the Afghanimals. Oh, they, 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 they play, you know, so you kind of watch them with a, you know, you're, you know, you're kind of keeping one eye on them at all times. And then they were coming over with the food, you know, they came over with the, give us oh, yeah. food as a. There's a bonus a scene where they, they gave food to every single racer. They bought Popeye's chicken. Oh, there Sorry. you go. No problem. <laughs> they bought Popeye's chicken because they split a cab and other people yeah. charged money and they wound up giving everybody Popeye's chicken. Great yeah. move on their part, but it didn't work for you. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I So I was just kind of like, what is this these guys' deal? So you're kind of always kind of a little wary of them. Um, and uh, you're just kind of always thinking that they're going to play dirty. So I was always kind of not trusting them. I thought, you know, Corinne and Eliza were completely ridiculous, like, <laughs> listening to them. Cause it's like, you know, like, especially you guys, after you, they were so mad about them, like, you know, blocking the tuk-tuk. I was like, you know they're not going to be truthful with you, you know? So you kind of took, I kind of took everything they said with a grain of salt. Right. Um, but uh, really good players and scary. I mean, I, to me, they're scary. You know, yeah. just you know, when when you're coming in and you're like, oh my god, these guys are so good. I mean, they, they won the first leg, so you know, to me, they were like, what 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 are these guys capable of? You know? Yeah, they were one of the favorites going in. They won the first two legs. They they had a lot going on for themselves. Um, so, I was, but I like their tactics. They're, like I said, not a lot of amazing racers play with the strategies, and they've always had one. So speaking and of very likable too. I don't know if you met them, but they're yeah, yes. very uh, likable. 
incredible. So when you hear all this crazy stuff, you're like, wait a minute, they seem so nice, but what's going on here? You know what I mean? So, yeah, they are both awesome. They, uh, we went yeah. to um, uh, Leo's club. He took, it out, took us out, showed us all a good time. There's probably 20 amazing races there. It was a yeah. great, great time. Uh, he's a yeah. really cool dude. He's a great. We would be going everywhere. He'd be called. He was always going, hey, Sarge, Sarge. He call, always called me Sarge. He used to make me laugh. <laughs> That's their strategy. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, That's what I said. You're always going to keep an eye on them. You yeah. keep an eye on them, you know. Now, Alyssa is a yoga teacher, and she thinks that because she can do yoga, she can dance. Plus, her and her sister are both professional cheerleaders. I, I don't. I have to go read their bios, but professional cheerleaders. I, I, when did? Who, who, how are they professionals? With like, I don't know professional cheerleaders on our season. I was gonna say, yeah. I don't know. Um, they cheered for the gym. In all season, I don't know who they cheered for. I should probably do some more research, but it didn't seem to help them during the dancing task. It took them uh, over 18 times to try to get it done. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, that's where that's where in the race, you, and I think that's, you know, even though Chris and I made good TV by doing our foolish dance, it was like we realized this is not, like, we, we practiced it, we tried it, and we just realized this isn't for us. And there's no way, like, to me, I think how, Leo and Jamal went like 27 times on that too, right? Uh, yeah, they, they took like, the that's, longest. That's completely insane. Like, yeah. you know, um, I give them credit for doing it, but I mean, you know, um, there was fishing right across the street. I don't know. And that's but, what uh, I was told. The detours were right across the street from each other. So switching wasn't a, that bad of an idea. No, that's why right. Chris was like, let's go. We're out of here. Let's just, this is just not going to work for us. And how long you know, did and, you stay at the dancing before changing? How uh, much time? Uh, we only tried it once and we just knew. I, I don't, I could, I, to be honest with you, time went by. Uh, yeah. Probably not. We're probably there now. If that, I don't know, but it was um, you, you just knew, and then we saw when we saw the um, Alyssa and um, Rachel having so much trouble. We were like, you know, if they if they can't do it, we're, we're definitely not. I mean, this girl's got her. She's at the airport. She's got a head. She's got a left leg up over her head like this. You know, I'm like, <laughs> if this girl can't get it, I'm not gonna get it. You know what I mean? So when uh, I noticed that the suits they were from IKEA. I want to get these light-up suits. Where can I go get an Ikea? They had like an Ikea patch on them. I, did they really? I didn't see that. Product <laughs> placement again, man. I was like, Jesus, I want to get these light-up suits. They're still selling at Ikea. Let's get well, I'm on. shocked they didn't break if they bought them from Ikea. I mean, everything I buy from <laughs> Ikea breaks within five minutes. So I hope, uh, I hope that's not your sponsor on this thing. No, there are no, no sponsors on this show. <laughs> we're, free, we're free to talk about anything. Yeah. Have a good time. Let stuff go. Janelle yeah. and Brittany crashed a wedding by accident. Uh, they seem to be kind Kind of rolling middle of the pack uh, really not much uh tv time for them not much uh um in front we, of the pack we crashed back that back. same wedding I, it had to be something with the address um that was close to that because we we pulled up to that same wedding and then we we realized something wasn't right uh we asked somebody there and they point us in the right direction so something to do with the clues was sending us to that to that point because we ended up at the same spot yeah. but uh i think it was we were before them so gotcha all right so you guys tried the dance challenge once just walked straight off stage and just went straight outside went straight to the, the fishing challenge how long Maybe do you think Made for good TV. Was kind of, I couldn't stop laughing when I watched it back because I don't even remember saying that to him. You want to go fishing? You know? Oh, God. So uh, how long did the fishing take? It seemed like you guys no, were pretty good listen, at that. It was, it was tedious, but it wasn't you, you, it was steady catch them. You, a couple minutes would go by, maybe five or six minutes, you might get a little nervous, and then boom, you get another one. And um, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come clean here. 
<laughs> what they didn't show was I, <laughs> Corey and uh, I think Tyler was scared to touch. They think yeah. it was scary looking, and I kept going, "I'm not touching that stupid thing either." So I go, "Hey, Chris, here we go. Take this one off. I'll get another one." You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're interviewing us, and Chris is like, "Yeah, well, Brett was scared to touch the prawn, so I had to take him off." And so <laughs> then I go. Oh, no, we had a good system going, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, everything's going to be fine. And, of course, they showed, they showed, they showed my, my thing, not his. So he didn't get to insult me, which is great. You know? yeah. Th- thank you, CBS. I appreciate it. Yeah, it looked like his strategy was working, whatever. Like, one of you would catch it, have to hand the pole to the other one and grab yeah. the pole and go. It really is the way to do it because he, um, you can one person can bait. And then um, it takes a little time to get them off. So if you if you have two and you're it's just faster if you do it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so. a cool little strategy. Tyler needed a lot of help. He was scared of the things. He got pinched a little bit. Corinne yeah. went there and she was she got brave. She went in, but she just kept getting bit and getting yeah. snapped. Did you yeah, get bit, she, snapped? Did it hurt? Like I stayed the hell away from me. You'll have to ask Chris. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I didn't touch those things. But uh, they were. Um, uh, I was I was really impressed with Corinne. She she was not messing around, and she she had, she had, I knew Eliza wasn't going to do it, so uh, <laughs> Corinne knew that she had to, you know. Yeah, uh, Corinne's a tough. That's a tough chick. Uh, I met yeah. her. She's They're both different. awesome. They're both. I love those two. They're right. All right. So being at the detour early seemed to be an advantage for the teams, especially the dancing teams, because they got up there, they failed, and they didn't have to wait back in line. Uh, mm-hmm. So they seemed to have a nice little advantage. Team Fun got up there and just crushed that challenge, got it on like their first or second try. Um, it seems like this leg was specifically designed for Team Fun to win. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And I will say this, though. First of all, those two, that's all they do is dance and, and juggle and do crazy shit together. But... Um, like that's like I like listen. You can be jealous that they got it done that fast, but it's completely insane that they got that done that fast. Like you have to be like it's it's very impressive that they could learn that dance that took some people twenty seven times. I think yeah. they probably did it twice, three times. At the I think twice time. with the show yeah. on TV. I mean that's completely insane. I, and yet my hats off to them. Anyone that could put that together in their head, because I tried to do it, it. It's tough. It's very hot. Yeah, and it, and then they go from a, a, a dancing challenge to a singing challenge. So their 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 dream leg uh, comes in Vietnam, where they also had their nightmare leg, which is which is pretty good. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty good correlation. Um, team, team Fun killed it. Leo and Jamal were absolutely terrible. Finally, saw Leo and Jamal a little crack in their armor, and it's like, wait a second, they could be going home here. They're the last ones here. Everybody else is moving on. The didn't seem like the karaoke challenge was going to be that difficult as long as you can hype the crowd up. But then Leo and Jamal, they crushed. They they terrible at this. They get to the they get to the um, karaoke, and Leo doesn't even practice he just goes straight out and tries it and after a couple tries he got it yeah well that's that's why uh, i was there when he came in and said no i'm going and I, I you know they're intimidating and and they like to do that kind of stuff to intimidate you and um you know listen those guys are good at you know they've they've traveled a lot they're good with other languages i am not <laughs> and uh you know a lot of you know here's the one thing i am good at i do karaoke i sing yeah i don't know if you ever heard you know rob has a podcast yeah the live shows i sing his theme for the uh, know-it-alls and I, you know i get the whole crowd going it's kind of a good opener so i i can get a crowd going i did get a crowd going 
The problem was, is I don't speak Vietnamese. <laughs> I, I kept getting hate from everyone going, that's your thing. You should, even Chris Hamilton, said, that's your thing. You should have figured out. I go, it's in Vietnamese. Like, <laughs> I don't speak it. I don't, I speak English and I don't even speak English very well. So how the hell am I going to speak Vietnamese, you know? And you literally, it wasn't about getting the crowd going. It was about the pronunciation of the words in the song. And that's when you get, so it was like, you really had to just say, forget the music, forget the whatever, just go with what the pronunciation of the words were. So hmm. once I figured that out, it was, you know. So what's you your know. go-to karaoke song in America? Um, put on my blue suede shoes and uh, no, I get a lot. I got um, uh, I do a lot. <laughs> uh, I do some Billy Joel too. Nice. I do um, yeah. Uh, now, do you lose the accent? Sweet when Home you sing? Alabama. I love Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, sweet Home Alabama. What's do you that? lose the accent when you sing? Like a lot of the British people, they sit, they talk like this, and then they sing, and there's no accent. Yeah, I probably do. I probably do. <laughs> so, but um, so what did you do to prepare for the race? Not a damn thing, um, because <laughs> unfortunately, thing. that's why you see a fat guy chasing the next football player. You know, I always tell people like, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be on the race. I go, yeah, if you like watching a fat cop chasing the next football player, this is a show for you. You know, <laughs> so nothing. You said you at least watched. You watched one a season, two seasons, couple. Yeah. Seasons? Yeah. No, I, I watched. Um, I watched. Uh, I watched most of yours. I watched 28 and I watched uh, 29 and 30. So, so, but I had watched years ago when Boston Rob and Amber were on. Yeah. Um, so, but that was, I mean, totally different. Oh, yeah. So when I when I switched back, I watched 30 for, I figured, well, let me watch the last uh, season yeah. first. And uh, so I'd watch 30 uh, just to kind of get an idea of what was going on. And I was like, oh, my God. And then uh, then I watched 29, and uh, I was like, this is totally different from what I remember from the race, yeah. you know? But I'll tell you, I am like now I'm back. Like I can't believe I didn't watch the race. It's a great show. It's so much fun. It's, it, all the you know, and what's great about the show is all the places you go. You know, it's, it's incredible. Like, that's really the show, not the people. It's all these beautiful places that you see. You know, and that's why, like uh, of all of the three reality shows, like the Amazing Racers, the, the teams are more forgettable. Whereas like Survivors, it's all about the individual. Everybody remembers their favorite Survivor. Same thing, mm -hmm. Big Brother. Everybody remembers their favorite Big Brother. They're sitting there watching twenty four hours a day on the live streams. And whereas the Amazing Race, you remember your teams kind of, but it's like the travel porn. And mm -hmm. it's like these incredible things you get to do that people can't even spend money to do on their own. Like the Amazing Race somehow gets the ability to do these amazing things at amazing landmarks in incredible countries. I know. It's awesome. It's it's a great way to great of all, the, of all three shows. This is the one you want to do uh, because yeah. it's the oh, most I agree. fun. I, yeah. I absolutely agree. It's it's especially if you're with a good partner. It, it's a lot of fun. And 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 even though you know we're stressed out, right? You know, we're, we, you know the first couple legs we've been we've been really stressed out. We're tired and everything, but you know we're having a lot. You, you, you got to have a lot of fun too. You know what I mean? You just have to. It's just it's just so cool to be in these places. Uh, and uh, this is a racist recap, so we like to give people some information behind the scenes if they're trying out for the race and things like that. Okay. Strategy for, for this. There's a couple different ways to pick on this detour. Reel it in. Uh, you're relying on fish. Could take five minutes. Could take five years. There's really not much a better fisherman could have done to make that go much faster. Um, the dancing challenge is judged. Okay, now, with judge challenges, there's this 
there's not a hundred, it doesn't have to hundred percent be correct. You just have to do enough to pass the judge challenges. So when you're doing judge challenges, the best thing that you could do is one, never stop yourself. Like if you think you messed up, don't stop, keep going, let them tell you you messed up. And two, always, always smile and act like you're having a good time regardless. And at some point they'll feel for you enough to just let you pass. So don't say, oh, God, 17 times. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) I was like, maybe they're just editing that in. He didn't say it that many times. I wanted to, but I mean, anything's possible. (laughs) Because I'll tell you, I was a little freaked out up to you. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell you were definitely like. When you see see people that can dance coming off there having trouble, you're like, what are we doing here? Those poor dancers behind you, they they had to do it at least 100 times between all the dances. There's actually one scene where you see the guy looks exhausted. He kind of slouches down. And, um, you know, that's feel bad. Crazy. Him, but yeah, that's why I, I was like, we're out. You know, so, I, I, I still can't, I, I have no excuse for why we didn't do the fishing immediately. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever. It's, uh, it's another complete- team. <laughs> Another team doing well, uh, Corinne and Eliza, a nice little tactic. As soon as uh, they got to the karaoke, she started messing up the other teams as they're practicing. What do you think about Corinne and Eliza's strategy or Eliza's strategy? Yeah, I don't know. I, the funny thing was I wasn't there then, so there had to be more of that story. That was very bizarre that she gets so mad because I was in that room too, and you did kind of hear other people, but like may- maybe Victor was just being louder than everyone else. I don't know. Um, but I- I- it didn't bother me. I, w- I had my headphones on. And I was just kind of singing my song. So um, it didn't really bother me. But I don't know. I- something happened there, and I don't think we saw it all. But uh, it was interesting. But, that you know, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. She definitely brings a lot more than I thought that they were going to bring. I thought they oh, were just she's hysterical. She's great. I love yeah, I- they're actually growing on me. I didn't like them as much because I don't like teams that come in and be like, I'm going to be the villain team. It's like, all right, you're playing up for TV. Stop no, they're it. legit. They're legit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell they're legit villains. <laughs> yeah, they're legit. They're legit villains. All right, let's let's finish this up. Team um, Eliza, team fun w- runs in, crushes this whole leg. They win a trip to the Bahamas. Uh, they're, they're actually getting better. They, I mean, they've been up and down, fifth, ninth, and first place. Victor and Nicole have been pretty steady. They did yeah. sixth, now second and second, and followed up by one of the favorites, Colin and Christy, uh, finished in second, fourth, third, pretty consistent, right near the top. <laughs> Tyler and Corey in fourth, Corinne, Eliza, Janelle, Brittany, Rachel, Alyssa, Leo and Jamal. And then Chris and Brett, you get there. You don't know it's a uh, uh, non-elimination like. No, I, I didn't even know those things existed. No, I'm just kidding. I, I did it from that. <laughs> but uh, I didn't. Listen, it, it, it's, you know, it's all feels so, you know how it is. You get out there, you get sucked in. It feels, it's, it, it's, even though we're, what are we on the third leg now? Mm-hmm. It feels like, it feels so fresh and, you, and you're thinking, there's no way, there's just no way it's going to be, you know what I mean? It just, I felt like that was something that would, that would come later on. You right. know what I mean? If we were lucky enough to get, to get further than that night. So when he, when we get there and he tells us we're last, I legit thought we were going home. Did you know you were last before you got there? We had a feeling. We had a feeling because we were last to leave. I mean, listen, anything's possible, but right. we were the last to leave the uh, karaoke thing, and we just we just kind of had a feeling, and and we said, well, maybe someone will get lost trying to get to the thing, and uh, it just it just didn't it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good, and uh, so when we get to the mat. We heard that, uh, and if you watch the um, 
the extra footage. Yeah, you can see he went on a little longer about all that. So it mm-hmm. was kind of like he was kind of stringing us along. So I was like, shoot, this is not good. And then um, then when he finally said it, I was exhausted, but I was excited too, you know. Yeah, it's so. it's a definitely a relief when you hear those words uh, from talking to everybody who's been in part of those non-elimination legs. It, it You think your race dreams come to an end and then boom, it's back. It's another shot of adrenaline and you're ready yeah. to go. I was also eyeing the the rat that was the size of a cat that was uh, next to me. I couldn't believe the size of these rats. One guy, me and Chris were walking through this little alley by the flower mat, and all of a sudden this guy comes out, looks at us, and boots this, kicks a rat. He goes, boot, across the thing, lands on, on the ground and scurries off. And I'm like, what the, where am I? You know? It sounds like the New York train stations. <laughs> this, exactly. Uh, uh, so let's talk a little bit of some of the extra footage. Now, I don't know how much of it you watched, but I'll talk about it and you can tell me if you, if you saw any of them. Colin, uh, during this leg of the race, there was uh, construction going on up above him and a nail about this big, about this big of a nail comes down and hits him in the head, like right here, and he's gushing blood. Like, he's inches away from losing his freaking eye. And the dude is cool, calm, and collected. Were you yeah, around man, for that? That's not the call. Like, let me tell you something. The calling from season five. Or, yeah. It was a season five, right? Yeah. That is not the same guy. <laughs> I mean, it's completely nuts. And I'll tell you, that was a big nail. It was high. Uh, yeah. I remember this. I remember this. Like it was yesterday. And, uh, and it was a pretty good gash uh, you know what i mean as you can see on tv it's still there you know you can still see it yeah and uh yeah no that was um uh he was he reacted very cool very cool so we everybody's sitting here waiting for my ox is broken to come break again if him had this breakdown i don't think it's gonna happen i, I don't thought know his intensity would come out at some point i don't know we'll see we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how long he can sit there and meditate and zen out yeah i know exactly Jeez, i gotta get some i gotta smoke some of that yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you a story afterwards. But, uh, um, also in the extra footage, something that really irks me, Alyssa is shopping with Rachel and she wants to spend $4 on a collagen face mask. And she's like upset that Rachel won't let her spend $4 on a collagen face mask. Oh. All right, so I didn't see that scene until I was on Instagram and I was watching Christy's um, Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And she shows that and then she turns to this gorgeous little cute dog that they have. It's like a, uh, uh, the thing was so cute. And she asks, you know, is that, you know, if Colin's really. So that's a cool scene though. And I didn't realize they were buying stuff like that because I wanted to buy stuff and Chris wouldn't let me. He was I heard you wanted to buy beer every leg. Well, but I mean, we were, you know, sometimes you get to save a little money. Why can't we have a beer? Like, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. So I had to, yeah, I, I, yeah, but he was, uh, I felt like I was with, like a kid again with my parents with him. You know, it's not it's bull. So, and then, and then to come to find out they're buying collagen masks. It's crazy. Well, don't know? feel bad because on our season, uh, James Earl and his mom were on the race and she wanted to buy like a water for a dollar and he wouldn't give her a dollar to buy a water. So, yeah. Like money That's is tight. Team. We ran out of money three times on the le- on the race, and we were cheap. We didn't buy anything extra. Yeah, no, you got to be very careful. You got to be very careful. But no, Chris would have let me die. Uh, he would not buy. He would not buy me a water. He would rather me die than have a water because he could drag the carcass. Right? Chris is big enough. He could literally drag me. A he's dead a man big behind dude. Him. Yeah. How tall is he? Six five. Jeez. I mean, yeah, he's a ginger giant. I call him the ginger giant. Ginger giant. Uh, now, Leo and Jamal, 
as I'm talking about not spending $4 on this, Leo and Jamal, we talked about this a little earlier, sit there and spent a couple dollars. They got a lot of stuff for free uh, if you watch the extra footage, but they spent some money trying to earn back people's trust and buying everybody food. Uh, I think it's a good strategy. I don't think it'll really help too too much in the end. So, well, I tell you, it made me very happy that day um, because <laughs> it was uh, it was nice to, to, to get a little snack. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I it was a good, it, listen. I know what they were doing. Um, they were kind of in the first two legs. They distanced themselves from us considerably um, from the other racers. They were kind of making a point, and I think that they realized maybe that's not the best idea. And or maybe 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 they thought the peace offering was going to fool us. I don't know, but um, I I was still looking at them, kind of like with one. You know, I wasn't totally sold on their generosity, but I was going to enjoy the chicken, so I did. And um, okay, no, I'm going to get. You're going to have to take it. I'm sorry. Uh, I have to be fair and honest with everybody on the show. Why, if you watched any seasons of The Amazing Race, why would you wear jeans? Why would you even bring jeans? Why were both of you wearing jeans? Because Chris Hammonds told me, I like jeans. I feel more comfortable in jeans. I'm a jeans guy. Now, you got to understand, this guy walks around in the heat in, in a suit. Like, he just doesn't care. He wants to look good. So I just listened to him stupidly. Stupidly. I knew better, you know? I could have gotten those. I could have gone down to the Boston Police Range and gotten some of those three-in-one pants that they wear down there. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. And um, I knew, I just had a feeling that, you know, they were going to be too heavy. But but then I said, well, where the hell? I said, when are you going to wear them anyway? I just figured that, you know, I, I never, never even dawned on me that we there would be a place in the world where it's 110 degrees every day and they and 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 they say you cannot wear shots. I, I never even I don't even want to I don't even want to know that this place exists and it's called Laos. You know what I mean? Like why why can't what is so offensive about shorts? I don't understand it. It's like you live in a place that's that hot and you can't have shots. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, for those of you not sure what he's talking about, Laos, there's, there's some countries and a lot of Muslim countries, you have to be totally covered up, uh, like all the way up to your uh, ankles and elbow, I mean, uh, wrists, and that Laos is one of the countries where you had to wear your pants. So the only pants you guys brought were jeans, and I know that the Cowboys, one of the most famous teams in the uh. Amazing Race, but... Cowboys are only wearing jeans to fit the fake, not the fake, to fit their cowboy role. Uh, that's why they wear jeans and cowboy hats, too. And that's also why they've never won the Amazing Race. Mm. So, I mean, you could say how good they are all you want, but they're starting the Amazing Race with uh, a disadvantage, wearing jeans. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just uh, I I saw that you tried to buy pants. He wouldn't let you, uh, which is a good idea. But yeah, it's just completely ridiculous. He won't let <laughs> he, he, you know. It, it's he's it, you know, Chris Hammonds is no fun. I'm just gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's just it, it's it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of judging you every day. Um, it, it's it's commenting on the way you eat when you're eating dinner. I mean, it's it, he's a lot of work. He's a lot of work, and um, I deserve, you know, for even just dealing with him on three legs, I deserve uh, a medal. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit of next week. We got more Vietnam. Looks like there's indoor snow sledding. There's a welcome a, a to Vietnam. <laughs> a scooter driving course yeah. and lots of drama. Uh, <laughs> Save the drama for your mama. Uh, yeah, speed bumps coming. We don't know what that is. Uh, some some seasons the speed bump is almost unrecoverable. Uh, like my season, I don't think anybody could have recovered from the speed bump because it was just really really difficult. Uh, I'm not speed bump from like the U-turn, but speed bumps, uh, they usually either really, really easy to do, but time consuming or a little bit difficult. But if you're smart enough, you could, I didn't see any extra footage, nothing posted about it. So we can't really talk too much about it. Do you, I mean, you've watched enough amazing race. Did you know or expect like what the speed bump could be or, you know, about that? It was not what I was expecting. <laughs> uh Oh, yeah. So we'll see that up. I was expecting. We'll see that up in Vietnam. Um, that could uh, be good or that could be bad, but I'm yeah. just saying it wasn't what I was expecting. So what do you what do you think of so far of your edit or what they've shown? Is there something you wish they would have shown? Some things you wish they wouldn't have shown? No, I'll say I'll say my story right now. Like from what I can tell in the first three, like uh, I mean, the I can understand why we weren't really. A lot of people are like, oh, you, they didn't show you in a second, but you know, you had you had a big names like Rupert and Laura going, you know, and, and so they they wanted to show them a lot, and I I totally get it. I'm not I'm not saying it, but we weren't shown a lot in that second episode and that's fine but um i think i think i'm getting i think it's kind of showing uh chris and i's fun side which we had a we, we showed on survivor but it just never aired um and i think so i think that's good you know i think i think so far they've shown um you know that you know we're kind of having a lot of fun you know what i mean so so regardless of how you finished did you enjoy your time on the race Oh yeah, I mean, um, it's a, it's a it's a chance, as you know, it's a chance of a lifetime. It's crazy, you know what I mean? It, it's, it, it's great, but like I can tell Art and JJ, we're gonna, I think we're gonna interview them next week on the show. Uh, good guys, they, yeah. They haven't even watched this season yet. Um, really? They haven't watched anything of the season. They didn't want to come on the first episode when I wanted to interview them. They were like, we don't want to talk about this. With And now I've been uh, kind of pestering them. Like, everybody's asking for you, man. Just come out here. I'll be honest. I'll be fair. But, you know, and they're like, all right. So I think next week they'll be on the show. And yeah. but I'm sure they didn't have good, a good time. Good guy. Well, listen, I'm sure they didn't either. I mean, I mean three weeks in Greece was probably great uh, because that's where uh, our um, – sequester was this season so yeah i'm sure that was pretty great but i no, mean i think look at for for um so this is what i'll say about Aunt jj like um these guys were amazing racers right i mean they, i mean yeah i mean no pun intended but <laughs> i mean like these guys I, I, they should have won it i mean they almost won it and so i think it's it, you know what it does to you when you go out first like that and, and what's sad is you know, and I don't want to, you know, I don't know how bad that hurt, but it's almost like because Rupert and Laura was so slow that they might have, if they didn't, I don't know, who knows? I mean, you'll have to talk to them about it, but yeah. listen, like we have very similar jobs. Mm -hmm. I bonded with those guys very well and it, I felt for them when I watched that unfold. You know what I mean? Did you have anybody at starting line? Were you nervous? Uh, were you looking at other teams and like, we have to worry about them? I was nervous about strategy? those two. I was nervous about those two because Chris, Chris knows a lot about the race and he was, he was telling me who to, we we're worried about Tyler and Corey. Uh, we knew they were really good races. Um, Colin and Christy, we didn't know too much about because they were so early. We'd watched a lot of the later. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. Uh, 
Uh, the Afghanimals, we're definitely nervous about too. So and, all the amazing race teams. JJ too. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't worried about the Big Brother teams. I, I thought that you know, um, I knew that they were all capable, but I knew they were like us. They didn't know what they were getting into themselves into. Besides Janelle, who already. Um, uh, I'm sorry, not uh, Rachel, who'd already done it before. Yeah. Uh, Cynical romance wants to know: Did you travel much before the race? Yes, I've traveled a lot. All right, so that's that. That wasn't. Uh, that yeah, wasn't but it's it's different when you're on the. You know, usually when you're traveling, you get get to where you're going and you go relax because you've been traveling all day. You know, this one it's like crazy. That's cool. Would you do it again? Oh um, yes, and a happy. If they said you could be on Survivor or Amazing Race Ooh. again, which one would you pick the second time? So, man, that's a tough one because Survivor's <laughs> my game. And I lo- listen, I love them both. I really do. I didn't expect to love, uh, you know, uh, but uh, because now I've watched them both. You know, I've watched Amazing Race a lot and I see why people love it. But I have unfinished business on Survivor, man. I came two days away from winning a million dollars and I had the jury locked up. So I have unfinished business on the so island. So if you would have made it to the finals, you would have won. Uh, if you talk to the jury, then yes, I would have won. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. It hurts. <sighs> yeah. I needed hurt. David out though. I needed David Wright out. That's my, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I needed David Wright. Um, you, you go to Adam and it's, it's kind of a, I, I, I thought I had him beat. And then you hear about a story. I don't know, but it, I know that I, you know, counting the numbers on the jury, I thought I had him beat on the jury. Uh, David was the one I was worried about. Hmm. And a great guy. David Wright's a great guy. If you met him, unbelievable guy. I haven't got to meet him yet. Uh, yeah. but I definitely watch our Survivor every season. Uh, yeah. Really close with um, Joe Anglum. He was... Uh, ah, Joe's was, the best, yeah. He, he was at my guy. wedding. He's a great dude. Um so uh, we really appreciate you coming on. And, oh, it's a pleasure uh, being on. Hopefully I can come on again sometime. You're always welcome. Listen, and, and we do this every Sunday. If you pop into the chat room next, whatever, when we're interviewing somebody else and you're like, listen, I want to talk to you, I'll send you a link. You could pop right in and come on and awesome. chat whatever you want, man. We're awesome. family now. I know you're an originally a survivor, but you're now no, part no, of the no, amazing no. Listen, family. listen, uh, like, as you know, the producer's on Amazing Race are, are completely wonderful. Bertram's oh awesome. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Pat. I, I, so I, I love, you get to know, and not that you don't get to know production on Survivor, but there's a, there's definitely a, 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 they don't, they don't want you to get to know them. On the race, you have to get to know them because they're sitting right next to you and it's just like, it's a family. I feel it. I love it. I'm so proud to be a part of it. So. That's great. All right, before yeah. we get out of here, the super fan move of the episode is going to the Afghanimals again. I, I have to give them props for trying to strategize a little bit and throw off Corinne and Eliza. They, they, they keep doing these little things that make the differences. So even they're though sneaky bastards, those two they're sneaky you. bastards, <laughs> they, they definitely got the super fan move for this week. Um, and any other questions in the chat room, feel free to throw it up. Now we got two more minutes before we're out of here. Uh, uh, Brett. Yes. Uh, thanks for having me on man no you're awesome dude uh you're uh you're definitely a character you can see why you're cast on all these shows you have a great attitude about you you have a terrible accent but people seem to like it for some reason. <laughs> that's because you're from new york that's because you're from new york i can't stand your accent either. but i respect it i respect it yeah uh so i appreciate each and every one of you um one last question from tim gross what do you think about chris's commentary comparing you to an elephant uh chris is listen i didn't like it at all 
And it's just like, this is what I've been putting up with out there. I get treated like, like an animal, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and he treats me like an elephant and I, I didn't like it at all. And in fact, I didn't know about it until I watched it. And I didn't even like, I was at the, at this, like, uh, uh, I was in Denver at a watch party and I couldn't hear it. And then I had to watch it later. And all my friends are telling me, sending me texts, Brett the Elf and Brett the Elf. I'm like, what in the hell are they talking about? And I listened to it. Yeah, he's a jerk. I didn't love it. I don't like it. I wish CBS would take it off. I might sue. I might actually sue. <laughs> all right. Did you develop any, ally uh, any alliances or close friendships um, that we didn't see yet? Or I guess um, without spoiling anything, something that maybe happened behind the scenes, or if you're friends so with I'll just say that right now, the the uh, obviously the survivors, we all became uh, pretty tight. So yeah, nice click up there. All yeah. right, and the final question from Bradley Clark: What scared you more, being voted out because someone played an idol, or getting you turned? <laughs> God, um, well, I think I think you can come back from a U-turn. So I think what would scare me more is getting you know voted out. Uh, or idle, what, what do you say? Idle out or something? Uh, out? Yeah, getting U turned. Yeah, or, so I would say, I would say, I'd rather be U turned because I can come back from that. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's get ready. I, mean, I don't want either of them. Absolutely. Well, you don't want either of them, but if you had to have one or the other, you got to take the idle out. I mean, well, uh, U turn. Let's get ready for Game of Thrones, another great episode coming up. I know, up. I'm behind. Don't tell me. Don't tell I'm me. I'm not telling you. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't throw all out right. any spoilers, but another great episode. We're all excited. If you guys have any questions or anything you want to see or anybody you want to see, use the hashtag Races Recap on any social media. I check it out and to see what you guys are talking about. Also, Victor and Nicole um, uh, have their own little podcast. I think it's Coco Caliente or something like that. Yeah, Make sure you check good. that out. They've interviewed Art and JJ. They uh, actually interviewed Phil Kogan. And they're not, they would come on my show. Victor's a really good friend of mine, but they don't, I'm not going to come on until after their season because they want people to go see their podcast. So I like promoting people who promote the amazing race. So check out Victor and Nicole's podcast. Well, Coco I got a podcast. Do you? Promote yeah. it. What do you got? Well, we, and we, we do talk a little bit about the race, but we only do it every two weeks. It's called In the Drunk Tank with Brett and Larry. Uh, it's another Boston cop and me do it. And so, uh, we're, we're only on our fifth. We're coming up to our fifth episode. But if you like to laugh, I think you get a kick out of it. It's a quick hit. It's good to listen to on your way to work. And uh, we do talk a little bit about the race, but it's not It's not a uh, – we're not totally talking about it. No, that, I'll check that out. Is it on iTunes, Google Play, all over? Yeah, there, no, you, you, can get a, yeah, you can get on Google. You can get on iTunes. In the Drunk Tank with Brett and Larry. All right, and where can, can – go, okay. go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, where, promote. Where, where can people find oh, you? you? And you can go to my um, – at my. I, I post on my Twitter, too, Instagram, at Brett LaBelle. One T, folks, one T. Yep, uh, so. I, I made that mistake on Reddit and put your name with two T's, <laughs> and people called me out within seconds. Yeah, yeah. Those are my fans, man. They, they know I can't stand the two T's. But, they uh, love you, Brett. They love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't... but, man, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't even know what a podcast was, and now I, I love them. I love coming on them. I love listening to them, so this is really cool, you know? Yeah, it's really cool, and also so Team Fun, they do a recap. Check them out. Team Fun are awesome dudes. Uh, they'll be on our show at some point this season, but Victor and Nicole won't be. Um, anybody else that you want to see, let me know. I'll try to get I, them on. Victor and Nicole, can I just say wonderful, wonderful people. They, yeah, Victor is a great dude. I got to meet him. We did a charity event together. Uh, I've met him before. Um, and, and briefly, and we talked, Chad, and, and he was, he was, a, he was a gentleman. And then, um, you know, obviously on the race, got to know him a little better and yeah. both just awesome people, Vic and Nick, you know, 
Vic and Nick. Yeah. That's a weird... I didn't expect those two of all people to get together. I know. They seem to be working. I know. They they didn't get along so well in the house. She voted him out three times. (laughs) That's great. I love it. I love it. Yes. All right, Brett. We can hang out and chat all night, but I like to try to keep it under an hour because people's time is valuable. Yeah, Um, and you got the game. All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'll send you my number. Let's keep in touch. Uh, Appreciate you, man. Sounds good. Take care. Hasta la vista.